0: Welcome to today's episode of Imaginative Izzy. Hi, I'm Izzy, and this is me, well, being me. And for all of my life, all ten years, my imagination has been one of my best friends. So, I thought I might share a little bit about what life is like being Imaginative Izzy. So, let's begin. Hi! I'm sorry I've not recorded in a couple of weeks. Mm, Things got... Kinda busy. New art camps, more hammock surfing, you know, all the stuff. But I'm back! This week I wanted to share something else with you that I really like. This week I'm focused on, drumroll please, poetry! I know not everyone likes poetry. Sometimes it can be hard to understand what a poem means. But for me, I really like how poems sound. They're fun to say when you read them out loud, and they can express so many different emotions. I also think it's cool that poems that were written a really long time ago can still mean something today. Oh, and today I also want to share a surprise with you. Izzy, it's time for art. Come on, this is your last class. Be right there. (sighs) I guess the surprise will have to wait for a little while longer, but that's all right because I will be back soon to talk about and even read some poetry to you. I'm back! As promised, this week will be focused on poetry. I chose two poets I have books about to share with you, Thoreau and Shakespeare. Do you know who either of these people are? Well, Henry David Thoreau was a philosopher and a writer who was born in Massachusetts in 1817. He wrote about the importance of nature and of a person's individual freedom. My mom introduced him to me because she lived not far from where he lived at Walden Pond. She's a big fan of his, and from what I've learned about him, I am too. I go to a Montessori school, and a lot of what he talks about makes sense to how I learn things at school about nature and about independence. William Shakespeare lived in England in the late 1500s and early 1600s. Some people say he was the world's greatest playwright. Even though he lived 400 years ago, well, over, his plays and poems, that are called sonnets, are still important and enjoyed by lots and lots of people. The language sounds so different, but if you think really hard, you can usually figure out what he's trying to say. Okay, so let's get to the good stuff. The poems! I will start with Thoreau. This one is about Walden Pond. I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to find only the essential facts of life, and see if I could not learn what it had to teach, and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. What I really like about this one is the way he used his words. I can see someone walking through the woods, and I imagine that it was him. Another one that I really like is Mist, also by Thoreau. Low anchored cloud, Newfoundland air, fountain head and source of rivers, dew cloth, dreamy drapery, and napkin spread by fays, drifting meadow of the air where bloom the dazed banks and violets, and in whose fenny labyrinth the bittern booms and heroin wades. Spirit of the lake and sea and river, bear only perfumes and scent of healing herbs to just men's fields. What I really like about this one is how he describes the mist, using all those descriptive words. When I read that one, I see a golden mist spreading over everything, which makes me think of being able to see the good and the light in the world. It also talks about fairies, which I love. So it brings a smile to my face to imagine Thoreau writing about them. Aren't those awesome? Now it's time for some Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. That was just part of Sonnet 18. What I like about it is it reminds me of a lovely lady who I think Shakespeare is writing about. I can picture her having flowing golden hair that curls at the bottom slightly, blue eyes, and a beautiful smile. Here's another one of my favorites by Shakespeare from the play The Winter's Tale. Hot lavender, mints, savory, marjoram, the merry gold that goes to bed with the sun, and with him rises weeping, these are flowers of middle summer. What I love about this is I can see all of those flowers waking up and going to bed. I also feel happy and warm inside when I read this one. Now that I have shared some poems written by other people, are you ready for the surprise? I am going to share with you some of my own poems. This one is called Come Sit Down. My friends, my friends, please come and sit right down. I feel the lovely thrill and joy of all times past and good ones still to come. My family, my family, won't you sit down with me? I love the way we all agree, summer's bloom is wild and free. And here's one I wrote for school earlier this year called Animals, Shake the Dust. Shake the Dust, this is for the animals, the cats, the dogs, all the animals. This is for my cats, past and present. This is for Cassio, the cute royal cat. Viola, the tabby sister. Sebastian, the tortoise shell's brother and the scaredy. Patches, the handsome, cute puppy. And Sparky, the cutest fish I ever knew. Shake the dust. This is for Tennessee, the black and white cat. This is for Othello and Marvin, the lazy and cute ones that were my grandma's cats. This is for my dad's dog, the one who scooped the cat in, and the cat who let the dog scoop her in. Shake the dust. This is for Hershey and Larry, the past Hawthorne friends. For all the bunnies hopping through the snow, shake the dust. This is for the blue jays and the finches. For the cardinals and the owls, shake the dust. This is for the earthworms and the groundhogs. This is for the alley cats and the rats. This is for the shut out grounded dogs. This is for the pit balls and the mutts. Shake the dust. That one was based on a poem called Shake the Dust by Anis Mojgani. He's another pretty awesome poet. And just in case you think all great poets were men, here's one of my favorite female poets, Maya Angelou, called I Love the Look of Words. Popcorn leaps, Popping from the floor of a hot black skillet and into my mouth. Black words leap, snapping from the white page, rushing into my eyes, sliding into my brain, which gobbles them the way my tongue and teeth chomp the buttered popcorn. When I have stopped reading, ideas from the words stay stuck in my mind, like the sweet smell of butter perfuming my fingers long after the popcorn is finished. I love the book and the look of words, the weight of ideas that popped into my mind, I love the tracks of new thinking in my mind. Isn't that great? I love poetry, don't you? The cool thing about poetry is you can really do so much with it. A poem can be short or it can be long. It can describe a scene or an emotion. It can make you feel a certain way or imagine a certain place. Poetry really relaxes me so that I can take a breath and move forward to my next activity. Do you ever write poetry? Do you want to try? I'd love to share your poetry on an upcoming episode. Sound good? So, here's this week's challenge. Write me a poem in haiku style. That's a poem that has three lines. The first line is five syllables, the second line is seven syllables, and the third line is five syllables. Here's an example. Happy summer days, jump in the pool and play, yay! Happy hammock days. So now it's your turn. Send your haiku to pod at gmail.com to be included in a future episode. And don't forget, I still want to see your ending to the hammock race story too. I really love the time I get to spend with you in this virtual way. I also love that I get to share my likes with all of the listeners here on Imaginative Izzy. I hope you have enjoyed today as much as I have. I'm going to go read some more poetry and sit in the hammock for a little while longer. I hope to, quote, unquote, see you next time. And don't forget, roses smell sweet like the summer air. Thank you, Sir William Shakespeare, for that inspiration. Bye-bye. I look forward to talking to you again soon. For now, keep imagining. (laughs) Ha, <laughs> ha,